Leash, welcome back for another episode. This is the Tennessee preview. Hey, Tennessee big. game week. That's right, baby. Love got, it. Got a big game coming up, man. Love to got, hate Tennessee, man. Oh, it's so good. I mean, it's horrible losing to them, but when we beat them, it is oh so sweet. It really is great. I sing Rocky Top <laughs> every time after we have a big win against Tennessee. <laughs> I don't know. So home to me. Just takes over me. Yeah. Good old Rocky Top. Hey, Rocky Top, Tennessee. <laughs> Every time, dude. Every time. Just to mock them Never a little bit, old. dude. Especially when uh, they're around. Oh, yeah, because we've gone through those games where you hear it 20 times. I mean, they play it no matter what. Win, oh, yeah. Win or lose, it don't matter. Yeah, they don't care. They're going to play it. So it's, it's, fun to, <laughs> it's fun to have a little fun at their set. Uh, uh, a little fun at the... Uh, yeah. What at their, what at their expense. At their expense. That's right. Sorry, Absolutely. But yeah, I, I always have fun doing that. Last year was actually my first time at Neyland Stadium. Ooh, I got to witness was that forty-one to zero beatdown. It ow, was. Ow, ow. I mean, just imagine some of you oh. in the situation. Ooh. I'm wearing the uh, the way team's colors, and you know I didn't know we were gonna be that good. But I oh, mean, man. from from start to finish, we and just you were not dominated. a popular person in the stands, were you? I, I'm not, but I'm I'm not the type to talk a whole lot of shit, anyways. I am. So like I sat there and kind of enjoyed it, and yeah. like they were fighting amongst themselves, and I'm just like, oh god, <laughs> thank you for this day. Like <laughs> it was it was <laughs> awesome, dude. It was great. So uh, I'm hoping uh, a little bit of the same. Uh, coming into Saturday, man. Yeah. So, I mean, what does this game mean to you? I mean, you kind of—we're both from North Georgia, but what you know? I know that this game has some personal ties for you. What? Yeah, this tell one me about that. This one bit. definitely has some personal ties for, uh, for me. Both of us being from North uh, East Georgia, uh, actually live about 20, 30 minutes from Chattanooga. So, in Dalton, Georgia, I mean, it's. It's red and it's orange. That's oh, yeah. that's the big thing. You know, it's kind of a geographical thing. You know, the Atlanta people, the tech thing means more to them there. Uh, South Georgia, obviously, University of Florida. And then, you know, that west side next to Alabama. Alabama's that's not right. a rival of ours, but Auburn, you know, one of the big ones. Yeah, um, absolutely. But now there is a question. And me personally, I've always felt that, you know, it's, it's Georgia Tech, Auburn and Florida is the rivals. Some people consider Tennessee as a rival. Are you one of those people? Why or why not? Oh, I definitely am. Uh, I have to say that, I mean, when I first started watching Georgia, when I was a kid, Georgia was on, I think, what, 13 losses in a row to Tennessee. So Georgia fans hated Tennessee. And before that, in the 80s, Still do. you know, we they've basically been a geographical, they've been rivaled by everything but a technicality. But even on the, the, uh, I not only think that's because Georgia, I think that you, typically they don't give you more than three rivals. Right. But I, who was it? It was uh, Steve Spurrier that said, no one's got more rivals than the University of Georgia. Yeah, we got a lot of borders. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that. They were a rival for me growing up. I remember the Georgia fans that I, you know, was bred around my father and all these guys. They could not stand Tennessee. I've actually one of the first games I remember watching in my consciousness was that game that Georgia won. Uh, it was like first big win in a while. They came in and uh, tore the goalpost down. That was one of the first early Mark Rick that major. Was a, that was a big one. Big. Uh, Kind of a notable win for Mark Rick and his uh, tenure at Georgia that you can definitely kind of look back at. It was when they kind of were rebuilding, turn around the program, and really was the beginning of the you know downfall for Philip Fulmer because Georgia, you know Tennessee had such high expectations, 
they couldn't true. they couldn't handle you know Georgia losing you know winning a couple of these games and then they got rid of Fulmer and what has it been since they have had almost zero success yeah. with all these you know subpar coaches worst decision looking back now they probably had like you know they could have brought somebody up through the program but letting him go right then for a down season yeah. We all do it. And now they got him back at the, as the AD, exactly. which is interesting because I hear he's like out in the sidelines, you know, giving some advice, which is like, I don't know. If That's he's, what you want. I think, he's, I think he's trying to get back into coaching, you know. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him out there. He might have to soon. See if uh, see if we see uh, – damn, you know how you switch the names where it's like uh, Segan Kennell? Yeah, just both, flip it. But Philip Fulmer, yeah, it, just, just, it, just, just it, it doesn't change because it's – I was going to say you might see old Philip Fulmer – oh, wait. Out there with a little mustache. <laughs> well, it, it would still be Philip. Oh, the P and the H. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> He's like, it's me. Saying? It's Philip. Fuma. No, <laughs> with like, an F. Yeah, it's like the same thing. I, but, I, I'm, I'm, the same, I'm in the same boat though. Just I've grown up. I've grown up hating Tennessee, mainly because of Orange. But again, just the proximity. And for all those reasons, anytime you lose, you know, yeah, at it school, sucks. Oh, next, the oh, worst. at school, you're just gonna be getting it. You know, you're the gonna hear worst, it from all your dude. peers. Oh, oh, get that. You know, like at, at midnight, you check and you get a voicemail from a friend you haven't talked to in three years who's a Tennessee fan. You know what it's about, and I'm I'm guilty of it too, man. I used to, Georgia would win, and I'd I'd, oh, I'd yeah. fuck with my friends. We're letting them know, yeah. I call in like, man, like I, I, the craziest thing happened. Our power was out. I, I didn't get to check the game. What what happened? Who and won? There's been so many good ones in the series too. Hobnail boots. Oh yeah, man. Uh, the classics. Hail Mary. Uh, with Jacob Eason, I thought that was going to be the first of Jacob Eason's like legend, and then mm. Dobbs just tossed that. That one was a that was I don't even want ridiculously that. stupid hopefully, how we lost it, yeah. but we lost it indeed. So hopefully, this just, week is not like that at all. I would say, but I would say I would say for Georgia fans, I I think there is a, a common ground, and then it gets a little shaky, and we talked about this a little bit before. Mm-hmm. So as far as the main rivalries, top three, these are undisputed. Take your take your pick in the order, right? It is. Uh, Auburn, Florida, and Georgia Tech. Take right. your pick of the order, but those three are legit. Technically. Now, I'm talking technicalities right now. But even now. in, so on, in I'm on, just saying. On I'm just NCAA, saying. I'm just saying. They recognize. They recognize it on the old NCAA, yes. But they do they recognize the Clemson one as well? Because mm. Clemson is technically a rivalry. Now, it's not as prevalent. You know, they're not in our division, in our conference, so it's different. But that's our South Carolina border game. And people are trying to say South Carolina is a rivalry of ours. Go back and by whatever criteria you want to, like Auburn's the deepest, uh, oldest, deepest rivalry in the South. Georgia Tech's obviously right there in state, and then Florida, you know, with the spur years and championship years, and in our uh, division. Yeah, Clemson they actually won the uh, 1981 national championship right after ours, so it was a little bit more relevant back then. It's not anymore. Yeah, but it's coming back. We're gonna play the them South a couple Carolina. more times, and then the you know the besides having that geographical. Uh, rivalry if you will in just terms of space uh you think about they're just at we're we're competing with these elite teams so someone like clemson you know they become just like alabama you know it's like you know pretty much those are some of the only fans that can hold anything over our heads right now so they just become more rival like that's true but you don't have but, a rivalry with everybody no then yeah. that diminishes we uh, anybody no matter what you ask whether they think tennessee's a rival or not it's treated as a rival regardless like yeah, for that, sure. That's always been common, and that's cool. I'm fine with that. I hate, I hate them. Like I, I just hate everything about them. I hate Jeremy Pruitt. Ugh, I like Butch Jones even a little bit better than that, but we understand <laughs> the situation. Uh, but you know, it, it is what it I'd is. I'd say it's something. 
<laughs> yeah, like, I just don't damn. like Pruitt. And a lot of you remember, like, you know, his kind of uh, exodus from the Georgia program. Like, I felt like, honestly, when he came here from Alabama, what he's doing now at Tennessee, like, that's what he wanted. He wanted to be that head guy. Yeah. And then, like, you know, he was pushing for a lot of things that are good on our campus right now. Like, the indoor facility mm-hmm. was initially, like – Got some good recruits. Yeah, we Had, he did a you know, lot. some great defensive years. He did a lot, but with a, a nice I'm, – I'm picturing Mark Rick is probably a nice dude being that he's – Christian, whatever, and probably tends to get uh, pushed over from time to time. And I think Jeremy Pruitt came in and was trying Whispering to... Whispering in the shadows. Yeah, no, like, seriously. And I, I just... I for Some people that are trusted within the Georgia program have said some pretty bad things about that experience. And I just don't see why they would make that up. Like, oh, I love man. Mark Rick, so it was just kind of a shame that he was instrumental in kind of yeah. that downfall. So I will never forgive you for that, Jeremy Pruitt. Mm. And honestly, I hope we beat Tennessee so bad this weekend that they fire him. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it, that's it's a friendly spite, but like it's it's a very serious friend. <laughs> like I really hope, we, like we just drum them. Forty-one zero is not enough for me. Like I want to wear fifty and zero, seventy to nothing. Last year was a revenge tour. This year is just can we show up? And I think being that Tennessee, I think we will adds a little flair to to the game. It's not just a game, you know. Yeah, I think you know Tennessee. You know they'll be playing Rocky. They top. have elite. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tennessee's definitely got elite talent um, all around the ball. You know, they're like us in the sense that they play with, you know, multiple uh, running backs, multiple wide receivers. And it's funny, you know, if you look at the stat line, you know, each one of their running backs has roughly, you know, they have four running backs with around, you know, 200 yards uh, wide receiving. Stat line's very similar. They have, you know, they spread the ball out there as well. And all these guys, it's funny because, like, you know, our guys, you know, are a little bit unique in shapes and sizes. Like, I was looking at it. Give or take uh, an inch, 6'1", 210. You know, all the running backs are about the same size and high and same with wide receiver. You know, they're all about 6'2", 205 to 215. You know, it's just a, a kind of a funny thing. So, I don't, you know, I feel like as a Georgia fan, if they play as they've played all season, we might not know who who's who, Yeah. which it really shouldn't matter. Hopefully, we don't have to learn their names too hard. We can just uh, beat up on them and just be like, this, you know, that dude in the orange, who, who really cares? Oh, that one dude put up a good fight. Yeah. Which one? The one in the orange. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, but then the next play didn't matter. So, I mean, I'm hoping that we don't hear their names called at all. We don't have to learn that. But, yeah, they do play with committee, so they have some depth on the offensive side of the ball. If you look at defensive side of the ball, these guys are, uh, you know, the ranked top 20 in total D. Now, they definitely have some glaring holes. You know, uh, Florida was able to put up 47 points on them. It was very ugly home loss. Uh, the defense is definitely looking to rebound. But, you know, in total defense, like I said, they do rank uh, number 20 in the nation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, something to respect. But, I mean, what what kind of things do you look forward to? What matchups are you trying to – kind of gauge gauge in on this weekend if, if any that kind of spark your attention just like you were uh harping on that secondary nigel warrior is a uh i i'm not mistaken what year, or i'm mistaken what year he is but he's actually a recruit that came from georgia uh safety back there in that vol secondary i expect him uh to lead uh, i think what is a pretty young core overall um and jeremy pruitt's a, a defensive coordinator i mm-hmm. think he's also just like kirby and uh Saban, like, they specialize with the DBs, so I expect that to be a challenge, uh, one that we can overcome, but I do expect them to actually be um, probably the strength of their defense. I can't say that I've heard a whole lot about their front seven. I know they've lost, you know, over recent years at a uh, linebacker that was up in the conference and tackles, and then, you know, Derek Barnett down there at D-line is gone, so they're not as talented as they um, have been 
in the games they've upset us when it's been you know lopsided or even. Yeah, and I think that we have you know a lot of depth just on either side of the ball. I think yeah. we're still just deeper, you know, than a lot of these teams. Tennessee's got some big time recruits, uh, and that's the other thing you know to look forward to in this game. We got some. Some big guys uh, actually visiting Athens, you know, uh, yes, Missouri. There are a few recruits, but, you know, this is a, you know, for Georgia, Missouri, you know, not that we don't recruit in Missouri because we do, and they definitely recruit, recruit in Georgia because everyone does. But, you know, Tennessee and Georgia, geographically, we share a lot of the same kind of pool as far as players that we're looking at, high schools that coaches are visiting. And then, of course, you know, it's just one of those things naturally, all these recruits are very familiar with each other. So, you know, at a game like this, where Tennessee's, you know, not doing so hot. They got a lot of, you know, question marks at Jeremy Pruitt. They had that whole scuffle, you know, what was it, a player? Yeah, was he refused to go in. Refused Sad. to go in. And then, then uh, you know, contradicted what Jeremy Pruitt to, told the press, exactly. which is interesting. And that's how he's going to handle things. It's going to be little you know, things like that, just like. And, and they, I mean, you know, obviously, he's still on the team. Uh, that was Sap. Uh, need you know, him yeah, because you need one him. of his one of their best players. So you know, if, if I'm a Tennessee fan, I'm concerned and wondering about that. So there's all this kind of you know storylines and narratives going in. It fuels the fire with Tennessee. And you know, Jeremy Pruitt is already kind of he's not a very sociable guy with the press. No, so, dude, I'm so, telling you, he's so, all right. No, and 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 the thing is, so a game like this, you know. There's already a lot of negativity going towards Tennessee, you know, uh, be it Jeremy Pruitt's fault or not. These recruits are super pivotal. And if, you know, a couple of guys decommit from Tennessee going to Georgia, that's, that's huge. That not only is that huge in that in the sense of those whoever does that, but then you just have that recruiting momentum. And then, you know, it's, it just looks bad when guys are leaving the program, guys are decommitting, you know, the press is talking bad about Jeremy Pruitt. Everyone's saying in his first year, you on hot set on the hot seat. So it's just a completely different narrative that starts to begin. And, you know, a lot of these guys are uh, going to be in there. I know that, uh, that uh, there's a big time safety from uh, Texas. That's yeah. Supposed uh. to be there. Uh, What's that guy's name? I don't know, but there, you know, there's some big time recruits that, uh, that are, you know, right there on the line, you know, leaning towards Georgia or maybe they're on the fence with Tennessee. So anyway, it's just something to look into. And that's all it takes. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, a big game like this, you know, and, and it's really perception a lot of times. I mean, um, Cade Mays out of Knoxville, uh, Tennessee decommitted right after, you know, soon Saw after the that Bush Jones debacle going mm -hmm. down. Yeah. Um, in his, his father, he's a legacy. His father played, um, I believe it was defensive line uh, or offensive line. I cannot remember right. which at the University of Tennessee. So and he's that a is legacy. Not good. I mean, and then you. I mean, father even got to know like, hey, Georgia's out there killing it. They're gonna right. send my son. You know, have some championship years into the NFL. So people yeah. see that, and he's starting for us at right guard for Ben Cleveland, uh, uh, allegedly uh, this Saturday. So I mean, these are the kind of things that can turn a program like. We would mm -hmm. still be good without Cade Mays, but look how vital a piece he's going to turn out to be. Yeah, and that's, you know, when you got guys that are committed to your program, they're legacy guys that are diehard, you know, fans growing up of five the program. Five stars, no who less. Are five star no players, less. no less. This kid's nasty. In your state, in Knoxville, ah, that's, decommitting. That hurts. 
I mean, and to a, a a rival, a faux rival, like, and that's, that's big. That only speaks to you know the kind of level of like recruiting and uh, suffering basically at the hands of Georgia that Tennessee fans have felt in spirit. You know, they're seeing it's been beautiful. You know, <laughs> they're beautiful. seeing they're seeing us do so well. Yeah, it's hard. You can't miss. You can't not not notice. I want to play a little violin for all my Tennessee. Just a little fans tiny one. Just ooh, it feels. But, but it serious. feels good. You in know? all seriousness, like that's exactly what we're looking at right now. Yeah, you know yeah. that's where Kirby has taken our program, and it's this is another step towards that. You know, beating those rivals like they may not be ranked, or we might not have all this stuff to end the season, but for us, oh yeah, that helps us secure our borders. And mm-hmm. again, we're pulling from <laughs> other states now. Yeah, and we got a lot of borders, like uh, was Spurrier was saying. Yeah, we got, we got a lot, lot of rivals. A lot so of it's rivals, important yeah. that we win those because Atlanta's Absolutely. the hub. Yeah, and I think that you know last week was a little sloppy. We talked about that in the recap. Uh, you know, let's say that Georgia does come out and they play like they're favored to do. I don't. I think the game will be much closer than what you know the spread indicates, just because typically in these games that's how it is. And on paper, Vegas, that's you know, Vegas pushing. Yeah, it, pushing it. you know these guys don't, are not accounting for the history between the schools and this in in general. You know, there's a lot of elite talent in Knoxville, so it's not like they're not going to come ready to play. You know, Jeremy Pruitt should have these guys ready to go. So we'll see about that. But I think that you know. Coming off of last week, there's a lot of areas that Georgia is going to want to improve in. Uh, I was just going to ask you what what are you looking to see bouncing up? You know, it was a it was a good win, but it was kind of sloppy. What are you looking for us to kind of focus on this week? Uh, and I did hear some other uh, commentators kind of going on this, like I and I agree, like both of these teams really should be looking more inwardly mm-hmm. and not looking at the other, absolutely, regardless of the result uh, for either. Because for us, we know that we're better than Tennessee. We're at home. We're comfortable. But we need to start preparing for LSU, my only right. concern right now. Uh, and, again, you can look at last week's score if you want to, but Tennessee had six turnovers. And like you said, like that's an outlier almost for anybody. Yeah. Yes, they're it's bad. Gonna, it's going to be hard to win. But they're not going to play. Turnovers. Yeah, that's on, on level, the score was not on worse. On any level, yeah. 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 And they're not going to play that bad again. Uh, not, we shouldn't expect no. them to. Uh, and then for them – Sometimes they, they're just going to have to get back to the basics. They don't have the talent to be – it's going to be about scheme and preparation for them. And we don't know what Jeremy Pruitt is yet. Let's not be the first, you know, to get caught slipping and under underestimating them. You know, let's just not have that. Uh, and I think Saturday is going to be, again, that extra energy and arrival, if you consider it that. Sorry, I keep saying that. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> just kind of gets to me. But uh, that kind of en- energy in a game that like this – kind of helps that complacency even during Missouri I think we were comfortable enough like we know how good we are just like yeah we'll play but now it's like hey let's just go out there and bust some heads like that's when football's fun to play and then when you dominate then it just uh ESPN highlights and that's what I expect this weekend to be hopefully they're on the not top 10 instead of the top 10 you know well as far as things, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing this week. I think that Georgia needs to come out and improve their third down conversions. Overall, right now, they're 49th at 43%. You know, that is not good. You know, if, uh, you know, that's one of the glaring stats for me. Now, one of the good news is, is honestly, in the first few games, uh, they didn't have that many third down attempts, you know, so that's always a positive. But in general, that we got to improve in those areas. If you look at all the elite teams that are potentially going to be on our schedule, if we make it, you know, past an SEC championship to an SEC championship to the top four, you look at Ohio State, they're number three in third down conversion. You look at Alabama, they're number six in third down conversion. You look at Oklahoma, they're number eight, and even Clemson not doing so great, they're still ranked ahead of us at 35. So 
all these teams are teams that we're looking at facing potentially past the regular season. And we're, you know, you talk about, you know, we got to look inward. That's an area that we have to improve upon. Yeah, no, definitely. One other thing I think that we need to key up on, you know, our red zone defense is 33rd. Now, we've done pretty good at limiting points and, you know, you know, in general. Yeah, don't break. Last week, you know, the run defense was not so great at all. You know, four touchdowns led up to Missouri. Didn't expect that. You know, I think we were ready for the pass. So I think, and they were in. Arguably, they're playing from behind, so I think are we schemed, uh, you know, effectively. But that's where Derek Dooley is playing, you know, smart play call, of that. changing it up. So I think you know we got to key in on that. And Georgia has a top ten scoring defense, which is fantastic. So we got to continue in that area. And I think if we can kind of bounce back from the things that we're kind of like losing some steam in everything else. If you look all around the board, Georgia is doing fantastic. And at the end of the day, these stats are a little, you know. You want to, you do definitely want to be ranked in a lot of these statistics. You mm-hmm. don't want to be last, 49th, but you know, all statistics tell a very one-sided tale. A snapshot. You know, and and the truth is that we've we've won all the games handedly. A lot of the teams ranked ahead of us are playing nobody, so that you got to look at that too. But in terms of teams in the SEC, if you compare ourselves to elite, you know, elite teams, those are the things I think we need to focus on. That's it. The rest of the stuff don't even matter that much right no, now. Not at all. Not at all. So all right. I think I think that's huge. What what uh you know, Tennessee historically has been you know in the last few years especially they've been playing with these kind of more mobile quarterbacks. Now we know the game is going in that favor, you know, in that direction. I think that Georgia has a lot of speed. You know, in the past, a lot of these linebackers just couldn't key up. Do you see that? You know, stopping. You know, and, you know, you talk about Dobbs last year. Tennessee was able to come to Georgia and really hang with us and get away with that Hail Mary. You know, do you think that the QB run is going to be any kind of issue for our defense Saturday in Athens? I honestly think that our defense was built and tailor-made for that very thing. Mm -hmm. We're a little bit lighter, uh, depth keeping you fresh, linebackers having to play RPOs and read options. Um, So, yeah, I I think our defense is well equipped for a dual threat quarterback now what we're struggling with and like you just harped on our uh, run defense has been terrible up the middle right and i think that we need to get a little bit a little bit like a couple packages like back to our our power run you know whether it's throw a full back in there h back in there or whatever yeah that way you know because everyone wants to spread it out now but when the games get down to nitty-gritty i want to be able to power people absolutely obviously we have the uh, ability to do the yeah. spread thing, so I think that's that's kind of where we um we're, we're more equipped for a fast de- a fast offense. Mm-hmm. But how will we stack up against a, a strong strong running game, power running game? Yeah, and I think you know we, that's just kind of how Georgia is known. Now I think a lot of our backs are are you know an offense are built smaller, so I think naturally we're going to probably spread the ball out more. Um, but I'm with you, man. We got to be able to control the line of scrimmage. I think that if we if we can just Work those plays in, set the tone, move the ball. You know, time of possession yeah, last just a week. Few plays. They didn't have to be like the go to, but you know. No, not at all. Uh, and last week, you know, we had so many. Uh, we kind of lucked out. You know, like we, we didn't control the time of possession yet. You know, we were able to make plays on defense, score, get ourselves in position on special teams. This week, you know, we. I think if we, you know, we we want to be able to control the tempo, control the line of scrimmage, but we let's, should be able to much more in this game. I definitely think so. I think that you know, we're not going to be placed 
playing as, as much of a spread offense as uh, Missouri was. They don't got it like that. No, and I think if we just you know go out there and try to power. No, my only thing yeah, is, go ahead. you know, last week you know we the, we did the recap, but one thing I really didn't say is that. You know, we ran the ball in a lot of really, really, really obvious situations. Now, I don't know if Jake Fromm or Fields can, you know, check on that. But if you see, you know, if if everyone in the room's like, man, it looks like everyone's ready for them to run it right up the middle. And then they do. And, you know, everyone in the stadium's thinking that, too. And then the play goes nowhere. Now, I understand sometimes, you know, things happen. And that's, that's so weird. Like- maybe that's just my perception. You know, but there were some instances. Yeah, there were some instances where it's like we were playing way too conservative with the lead, and I, you know, I have to just really disagree with that. You know, we watched uh, something similar with the Falcons over the weekend, different, you know, level, but you know, they really play conservative. And then New Orleans, what did they do? Drew Brees is able to go down the field, kick a field goal, put on the pedal the you know, whole time. I don't I, see, and and that's one of the benefits you have when you're the underdog. But we, as you know, if we're going to keep dominating these teams, especially with some of these guys that have talent, that's just the only thing I'd really like to see. Is you know, I'm with you. We got to run the ball, yeah, but we can't be like, you know, taking it. We have to. No, we have to have do it intelligently yeah. and be creative. Yeah, you know? like like I'm saying, like instead of just dives, 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 or whatever. I don't know, maybe a play action pass to your five star tight ends. Yeah. You know, run play out of the bunch, you, you know, hit hit them when they're not looking. I mean, yeah, we gotta we have to be able we to run can the do ball. Anything we, we can. want. Yeah. So it's like the fact that we're not especially the tight end thing, I just don't understand it. If everyone's scared of us loading the box with a run, that used to be our go to. Yeah. Get the tight end. It, it's a mismatch. We can go outside, we can spread the ball around. We know that. I wanna see some toughness. Mm-hmm. Old school Georgia football. I think that should be our identity, and then when we need to spread a good defense out, we know we can do that. Like, yeah, it's, having those jabs. It's almost too right pretty hooks. for me now. Like yeah. I like it, but like I want it. I want it to be a a bludgeon beatdown. You know, like <laughs> I love three touchdowns through the air, but I want our running backs to eat. Right, that's and, what I want. Well, and I think I think they will. I mean, I think that is our identity, but that's what Kirby Smart, you know, has got. We got to get back to that this week. But at the end of the day, you know, if they're if they're Playing the run, we got to pass it. You know, if they're playing the pass, you know, just run, you know, throw some draws in there, you know, just keeping the defense at bay. And I guess, you know, the right way to call any game is probably, you know, see what the defense, see what your opponent is doing and then counteract that, you Mm -hmm. know. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm sure I I trust our coaches. They've shown so far in the last – you know, a couple of years that as a staff that they've been able to, you know, keep teams guessing, even, you know, Alabama, they really, I feel like had an amazing game plan last year. I think that we'll come out and play smart, but we, you know, last week there were some cases where, you know, it's like, man, why are they running up the middle right here? So I just hope that they can like find a way to set the tone and not like force the issue. If the Tennessee is cute, uh, purely cued in on the run then goodness gracious we got yeah we have to we can't just show up on the field and say we're georgia against a team like tennessee and expect to win when yes we're heavily favored but they are they're super talented they're an sec team they're well coached so and they're playing the number two team in athens and they got beat pretty bad last year so yeah I expect them to come in fired up. Then, you know, halftime, I think it's going to be quiet from the orange corner of the stands. It, it definitely will be. Uh, but a big, a little bit of significance to the game. I mean, start the hashtag. Hashtag tie the series. Uh, Georgia actually wow. 
leads most of its rivals in its series. Uh, but Tennessee actually has 23 wins to R22. Oh, so man, this I did one not is know that. Actually, is going to have a lot of uh, historical significance. Uh, for those of you who pay attention, we actually passed Auburn uh, a couple years ago with our uh, m- or a few recent defeats. Uh, I think that's somewhere like 58 to 56. Florida, yes, Florida fans, you know we lead that series. Uh, not by a whole lot, but we definitely lead it. And then Georgia Tech, obviously, um, we've been their daddy for the better part of, you know, that, that? Uh, the past 20 years, nah. obviously they had their streaks, but Georgia yeah. Tech, you know what it is. But Tennessee, getting a chance to tie the series. That's exciting, man. If I would be surprised if we don't hear that, you know, whether it be on game day or heard that Kirby's using that as some motivation because that's, that's big. Again, we don't. some of us don't consider Tennessee a rivalry, but think about that right there. The only series of a rival that we have not uh, are tied or winning. It's so, back and forth. Big game, big yeah. game. Uh, and then, you know, real quick, since this kind of came up in the news today, I kind of wanted to talk about our quarterback situation. Yeah. Uh, you know, we saw Justin Fields for one play and one series near the red zone mm-hmm. uh, in the game against Missouri. That kind of scared me for a second because this was when the game was still not in hand. Yeah. I was like, okay, is, is this starting to be the shift? But it was, uh, alas, it was only one play and he left. Yeah, I, I don't think we're going to see any shift. Obviously, uh, today we got the news that, yeah, Kelly I Bryant. To talk to you about Kelly. Yeah, you know, he tra- he's transferring for Clemson uh, earlier in the week. Uh, Carswell native, actually, where I'm from. Trevor Lawrence. He was named the starter. Uh, I do believe that. How kid is this special going to be? In your opinion, how kid is, how this, kid surpri- is this special? <laughs> I'm sorry. How special? <laughs> excuse me. Uh, how special is this kid going to be? Because I know you've talked to me about like the fact this is happening now. You ca- a lot of a lot of people from Cartersville that know him have kind of seen this coming like it was almost inevitable yeah i mean he's a baller i watched this uh this kid in uh, high school plays actually uh one of my friends younger brothers uh really talented artist chase uh i I saw him play uh his freshman year and you know he played you know it was one of the first games that he started he actually uh started the season not starting and eventually they put him in and he was able to freshman as a freshman he was able to lead them deep in a competitive uh, division into deep into the uh, Georgia high school state playoffs. So he really like blew off some lore in that sense. And that's uh, beating an upperclassman. Not knowing him well, I just you know respected that he was able to do that from a young age. Um, you know, and he's been prepared. He's been tested. You know, uh, and I feel like it's a really a similar situation now. You know, he came in, he had to compete, beating he, an upperclassman. Yeah, and he you know it's not that Kelly Bryant did bad, but he handily came all. in. And my thing is, I guess you know, you take this in context and you compare it to Georgia's situation. I don't think that um, you know. It's a different situation. I, I don't think Justin Fields is head and shoulders above Fromm like that. Um, I think that what we've seen so far from Fields would indicate he's a great player. He will be good, but he's still learning. I think that Fromm, you know, is actually a pretty rare case. Ascending, as we speak. You know, he was able to come in and also, similar to the Clemson situation, dethrone a quarterback that was, you know, Gatorade All-American, you know, by the way. One of these guys that, you know, has been a highly tutor recruit and Jacob Eason, you know, kind of got the hot hand. So, I, I, you know, I don't see any situation like that happening. But my, you know, I kind of worry. You know, I want, uh, I want to see Fields on the, on the, in, on the field, uh, in the game, uh, and I do kind of worry about the culture that we're at right now, where as soon as you don't get playing time, you transfer. You know, I understand it in the throughout the course of a season. You know, if you're not getting what you want, you know, look at a season. But as soon as you don't start one game, if you just transfer, I feel like it. 
it's not necessarily a great mentality. Maybe that's where the sport has kind of transferred to. And I guess, you know, some of these guys expect to play in the NFL. You know, it makes sense for them. And, and let's be clear. We understand, yeah. you know, why somebody wants to look out for themselves. But in football, it showed us time and time again. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, if you are, if you show you're committed to the team, opportunities are usually given. What happens if Trevor Lawrence gets hurt in the first game? Now, you know, forbid, instead yeah. of instead of Clemson pulling off the Jalen Hurts type of role with Brian Kelly, now you're just out in open water if that happens. Right, and you don't have as much depth. Uh, and I, I, you know, I foresee that you know Georgia will not have that problem. I hope that you know Fields and Fromm can continue to build like repertoire, and I hope that Fromm has the wherewithal to you know kind of try to see it through and give Georgia a chance. You know, there's a good chance next year we could be talking about. Uh, from headed to the NFL, and then we have potentially two, stepping right in two years of fields, you know, coming in. So I just think you know you should stick with it. A lot of times things happen. Yeah, let it play you out, you know, and compete. I mean, that's what it's about. You know, if yes. you're afraid of competition, you shouldn't have been here in day one anyway. Yeah, what are you doing? You know, so if and that's interesting that so many players are dropping like that from Clemson, but I think it speaks to the t- level of talent, uh, you know, in the up and coming. Rising star and Trevor. Yeah, these and then, quarterbacks that are on the way, dude, I think we're seeing the next big class. We just absolutely. had one come out. Like, all these rookies are in the NFL just killing it now. Um, Stidham and some of these guys right now, from these guys, some of these guys are good, but yeah. this next wave after them. It's, it's incredible. These, yeah. these kids are it's the evolution of the years. sport. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's kind of like what you're seeing in basketball with someone like Stephen Curry, you know? It's these guys that yes. are shooting smarter. They're they're practicing in more intelligent fashions. You From know, an earlier age with more practice reps. Right. So AAU I think ball. The sports just kind of changing. You know. So, but you know, it's it's exciting to see. But yeah, I think I hope that Justin Fields gets to come in and keep playing. You know, I think that if we can continue to beat teams like we have, you know, Justin Fields will get that experience. It's not like he is head and shoulders better by from by any means. So, hopefully, he sees that too. I mean, I, you know, I guess you know you're. Everyone's their own, yeah, their own number one fan. You know, maybe his mom thinks he should be starting. It maybe happens. he should be, but you know, I think that I trust the coaches. Yes. Uh, so we'll we'll just see how that develops. Uh, but it is interesting looking around the league at the type of uh, culture that is happening right now with some of these elite quarterbacks. Yeah, and it's game five, so not just us. Everyone in the country is going to have to decide who's eating that red shirt and who's burning them this year. Yeah. So this will officially be the point now to where. And, you know, whether a lot of there are a couple ranked teams facing off this week from this point going further, people are in conference. One or two games are just getting started. We are going to learn a lot about a lot of football teams, including our own, who is going to play, uh, what that means for our, our going in the future. And a lot of a lot of this will mean a lot to the recruits as well. Oh, who am I going to be? Is it going to be crowded? I know George is going to be crowded, but how crowded is it going to be? You know, because now you start thinking about eligibility, because if we do decide to redshirt, um, Justin Fields for one year. Right. That that's a, that's a gap. One we can definitely exploit. But again, we need a backup. So how do we handle that? I think we'll get to uh, we'll have a lot of answers, and so will a lot of other countries across the NCAA this uh, this week. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, you said countries. <laughs> programs. Programs. Yeah. You, you people programs, know what I mean. Programs across the country. You know what I mean. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> Don't judge I'm, me. I'm messing with you. So. Yeah, man. So what what do we have? You know, we're looking at Tennessee this week. What what do you have going in for? Do you have you got something else? Ah, uh, man, with Tennessee, man, I've honestly, um, 
I appreciate all of my uh, fellow Georgia fans who've been sending me all these awesome memes oh, yeah. to send out. Honestly, again, so many. just love to hate Tennessee. We're actually going to have some friends. We, we don't hate all of you guys, you know, just no, the majority. I have some friends <laughs> that I'm going to have on our uh, some fan calls this week. So I hope you guys tune in and catch those. Uh, I'd like Same. to get a different, you know, the other side uh, of the field, you know, behind yeah. enemy lines. That's right. Like that. And just kind of get a, you know, I think most of them feel the same way right now. They don't expect to win this game, but no. I'm more interested in, you know, what success they think they could have yeah. and where their program is going. And is Jeremy Pruitt uh, the right guy? I mean, he's definitely not, but do they think that? You know, I think that's <laughs> important for us to try Questions to find always, out. The answer is always no. You know, you, you got to find out the motives of your enemies so you can really understand them. That's right. You keep your uh, friends close, your enemies closer. Yeah. So I expect this one to be a, a big a big blowout, probably, probably 2021. Mm-hmm. You want to take a, a crack at a score? Man, I'm... <clears throat> I feel like a South Carolina E type of game, to be I'm, honest. I think they could play up to that level. Okay. Um maybe. Which know. which was what was the final score? 41 17. 41 17. Yeah. 49 23 on the score. I know I screwed that up in the last wait, no, no, no. In no. the recap. In the recap, Missouri, Georgia was 49 23. No, 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 it was 29. You did you did I'm it doing it again. For 29 Golly, I wrote it down and I just got That's stuck. Cool. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, Okay. 40, is that maybe 43 that, maybe that's 29 what uh, <laughs> once i see it it's just burned in there yeah maybe that's your uh score well hold on i think that georgia i think it's gonna be for a 42 six i think that we are gonna dominate tennessee and they'll have two field goals that's how i feel i like that um yeah i'm gonna go 49 again <laughs> just to <laughs> keep it okay 49 or what <laughs> I'm going to go 49, not 43. <laughs> I'm going to go 49, and they're going to score 10. 10. 49 to 10. 49 to 10. Unlike the Missouri score victory. of 43 to 29. Okay. We finally got it. It took us three episodes to get it right, but we got it, guys. We got it. Uh, but I think, there, I think that's it, man. I think we're going to see a, another Georgia victory, hopefully. You know, we'll, you'll hear from us. Uh, on Monday, uh, we're both trying to make it up there yeah, in Athens, so hopefully definitely. we can show you guys some photos, some videos of some of our times there. Yeah. Be, get some fans, uh, maybe uh, do some fan interviews. We'll just see what we got going on. But yeah. man, I'm, I'm definitely gonna try to get the score right from here on out. Yeah, hey, but if if the if it's to the point where Georgia's beating that bad, where the score doesn't even matter, <laughs> yeah, we're like, in a good spot. So anyway, man, it's been another good episode. Yeah, man, good sesh. That's uh, signing off, y'all. man. Off the leash. Off the leash. Peace.